to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale, and I am so enjoying sharing this time with you over the podcast. And it is an opportunity, hopefully, for you and I to connect and to encourage you on the path of destiny and whatever way God is causing destiny to transpire through you and in your life. We are just grateful to be a part of that and to hopefully be an encouragement and a help to you along the way. I want to share some things with you that actually just sent out to everybody that is connected to us through email. And if you're not, I want to invite you to go to our website and you can click on there to start receiving monthly emails from us. And really once a month, I just kind of sit down and spend time with God and share what's on my heart and whatever he's stirring in me. Usually it's something maybe he's doing in my life that I can then pass on to you. So if you want to start getting those, go to our website, gentringale.com and sign up to receive those. But this month, I shared some things that God has just been stirring in me, and I thought it would be great to share with you through our podcast. And really, this has come from sort of being so done with winter. I don't know if you are in the same place, but I'm just kind of done. I love winter time, but I am ready for some warm weather. And so I think we all hopefully are sensing and anticipating spring coming as I've been, you know, just kind of looking that way. And admittedly, this comes on the heels of watching my fair share of winter Olympics. I've just been thinking about like, what it really takes to push someone, you know, to reach those levels that those Olympic athletes reach. But what pushes us to grow in our own way? Maybe we're not growing toward becoming, you know, Olympic level athletes or Olympic level anything in our lives, but we're all wanting to grow and something has to motivate us you know, to do that, what is it that really compels us forward? In other words, where does true passion and motivation originate from? And then how does a person sustain it to reach new goals? So, you know, I'm watching these Olympic athletes and they no doubt have had to find those answers for themselves. What is it that sustains them, you know, to keep on such an intense path through all the training and the pain and the, I just want to sleep in today, you know, something compels them to compete for those bronze and silver and of course, all of them with the intention of gaining gold medals. Oddly enough, in my own thoughts of this, it has led me to be thinking about crocodiles. Now, I know that's kind of a far stretch, but the reason it kind of brought me to thinking about crocodiles is because of a guy that was really popular. His name was Steve Irwin. And of course, Steve Irwin passed away about 12 years ago, tragically, in a rare incident in a stingray attack. But Steve Irwin was known as a wildlife conservationist and a popular TV host of his show, The Crocodile Hunter. 
he was just such a force. He was known for his passion. He just embodied such a passion for all wildlife creatures. And he was so passionate about it because it was really his heart. And his heart was engaged really at full throttle in everything he did. And because he was He made you interested and intrigued by these amazing creatures, you know, even if you really weren't before. And this was totally me. I cannot say, anybody that knows me knows, I'm not really an animal person. But I would sit and watch Steve Irwin talk about something that I wasn't even previously interested in just because of the amount of passion and heart that he put in it. It was contagious. And it was the engine that really delivered this compelling force that he carried. And ironically, the day that he was fatally attacked by a stingray, he was just off the coast of the Great Barrier Reef. And even though usually what is so deadly about a stingray attack is the foot-long barb that they have, it's coated with venom. But what killed Steve Irwin was actually the strike to his heart and not the poison from the stingray, but it was the strike to his heart that caused Steve Irwin's death. You know, he was a wildlife warrior in everything he did, and he did everything from his heart, even until his last day. And his life, who he was, what he embodied, is really what has had me thinking about this. And it sounds so much like the embodiment of Proverbs 4.23, which simply says this in the NIV translation, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything that you do flows out of it. You know, it's interesting how much the Word of God has to say about our heart. In Proverbs 23, 7, it says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And then in Luke 6, 45, it says that out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. You know, in life and as a person of destiny, there are so many things that we know living a life of destiny requires. I'm going to name just a few of them. We know that it takes living by faith to live a life of destiny. I think most of us recognize at this point in our lives that it absolutely takes God's grace, that we are not self-sufficient, but we are totally dependent on His grace to fulfill destiny. And I think most of us realize that it's going to take stamina to fulfill the plan of God and the destiny of God for our lives, that it's got to take something that compels us to keep going when everything in us wants to quit. But you know, all of these forces are only effective when they are able to establish a connection with our heart and flow out of it. And it is really actually the engine of our heart and these forces connecting through our heart that makes each of these forces effective. So when we think about this, maybe we ought to ask ourselves the question, you know, how is our heart? How is your heart? Because it is so imperative in living a life of destiny. 
And it's funny because a lot of times with my own friends in my life, this is a question we'll ask ourselves from time to time. And usually it's when one of us is going through something that's pretty intense. We'll say, you know, catch us up on what's going on. But then somewhere in the middle of it, typically we will ask the other one, so how is your heart? And this is imperative. I know for myself, I have experienced what I call the dichotomy of simultaneously feeling my spirit wanting to reach and rise up in faith, but at the same time feeling my soul want to do the opposite, which is shrink back and to defer the choice to believe because maybe my soul is thinking, I can't believe this is happening. How am I going to get through this once again? And so in that dichotomy of your spirit wanting to reach forward and your soul wanting to shrink back, it's really your heart that is weighing the balance of the two. Proverbs 13, 12 says this, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. I think that's so interesting that the Bible gives us the symbol of a tree of life because it's very representative as a symbol of growth and forward progress, something that is a tree that is growing, but it's not just any tree, it's a tree of life. So I think this tells us that our heart is really the most critical because it is the place where you and I are going to have to choose to judge him faithful. And to judge him faithful, we are going to have to stop and deal with all of the accumulated issues, you know, the unanswered questions. All of these things have to be dealt with and not swept under the rug, but they have to be pulled out in our heart and really looked at and brought into the light of the Word of God so that our heart can be tended to, it can be cared for, and ultimately it can be restored. And I just want to encourage you today because this is not an easy work. It's not a quick work. But on the other side of this necessary work of the heart, that is where your passion can begin to pump, you know, and your faith can really soar high. And I know this can seem like a daunting road, getting your heart healthy, but you know, you can't discount the grace of God that will help you through it and his faith that is already resident on the inside of you that will equip you through the process. It was really Paul that said it best, Philippians 3, 13, Paul made this statement. He said, this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind me, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know, I think a lot of times we think of the work of forgetting those things that are behind us as a momentary work. But I'll tell you what, in my own life, the process of forgetting can be exactly that. It can be a process. It is something that the Holy Ghost can take hold of you in, but there can be a work of forgetting those things which are behind. And it's an act of faith, but walking that out can be a little bit of a process. It might not happen in a moment. 
And I think that's important for us to recognize because in doing so, we are moving toward our future, leaving the past behind and really pressing toward that mark. Paul said this one thing I do. What he was saying is his heart kept no account of the past at all. His heart was pointing toward what God had in store for him. And in this way, you know, Paul was doing what the word tells us to do, which is to keep our heart and diligently so. So listen, I want to encourage you today. I don't know where you're at on this path, but I want to encourage you to take a moment and ask yourself the question, hey, how is my heart? Is my heart getting tended to and cared for? Are some things, are there some things that I need to sit down and do some due diligence with, with the Spirit of God and clear some things out? I will just say it to you this way, and I think it speaks to the season we're in. You know, it might just be time for winter to be over and some fresh new hope about your future, your destiny, the purpose of God for your life to spring forward in fresh vitality. I can tell you this, I know it might not be fun, but if you will allow this work of the heart to take place, your faith is going to soar. His grace will absolutely fill your sails and the passion and stamina that you need will totally be there for you to receive. And the last thing I want to encourage you with is this. Don't be afraid to ask for help along the way. Don't hide your heart. Give your heart its due diligence because after all, it is the most critical place where you are living life from. I hope this has encouraged you and helped you today. I know it is something that each one of us definitely need to give more attention to. It is so imperative that we have healthy hearts. Turns out we are not just machines, robots having a spiritual existence, but you know, we are whole people and we are meant to live this life fully connected to God, but fully connected to people. And in order to do that, we've got to live out of our heart. Listen, we love you. We are praying for you. I'm so excited about the podcast we're releasing this month. I encourage you just take some time, listen, let them speak to you. And again, if you're not connected through our emails, take a moment, go to our website, jentringale.com. Get connected, get signed up, and I would just be honored to just share with you, encourage you in that way in the months ahead. Well, we love you. We'll see you here next month. Have a great week. God bless you.